This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. News. Today, Google's AI-powered search feature has gone global with a 120-country expansion. But before we get into that, GM's autonomous vehicle cruise division is already going through a rough patch, with the California Department of Motor Vehicles DMV recently suspending its driverless permits over safety issues. Now, several new reports have highlighted other issues with the company, including problems with its autonomous vehicles, AVs, recognizing children and the frequency with which human operators must remotely take control. The company also just announced that it's temporarily suspending production of its fully autonomous origin transport. The most concerning issue is that Cruz reportedly kept its vehicles on the streets even though it knew they had problems recognizing children, the Intercept reported. According to internal, previously unreported safety assessment materials, Cruz's autonomous vehicles may have been unable to effectively detect children in order to take extra precautions. In one simulation, the company couldn't rule out a scenario where a vehicle strikes a child. In another specific test drive, a vehicle detected a child-sized dummy, but still struck it with a mirror at 28 miles per hour. The company chalked up the problems to inadequate software and testing. Specifically, it lacks AI software that could automatically detect child-shaped objects around the car and maneuver accordingly. In a statement to The Intercept, Cruz admitted that its vehicle sometimes temporarily lost track of children by the side of the road during simulation testing. It added that the problem was fixed and only seen in testing and not on public streets, though it didn't say what specific actions it took to resolve the issue. A spokesperson also said that the system hadn't failed to detect the children, but did fail to classify them as such. Check out this story and more at Engadget.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Google Search Generative Experience, SGE, which currently provides generative AI summaries at the top of the search results page for select users, is about to be much more available. Just six months after its debut at I.O. 2023, the company announced Wednesday that SGE is expanding to Search Labs users in 120 countries and territories, gaining support for four additional languages and receiving a handful of helpful new features. 
Unlike its frenetic rollout of the Bard chatbot in March, Google has taken a slightly more measured tone in distributing its AI search assistant. The company began with English-language searches in the U.S. in May, expanded to English-language users in India and Japan in August, and on to teen users in September. As of Wednesday, users from Brazil to Bhutan can give the feature a try. In addition to English, SGE now supports Spanish, Portuguese, Korean, and Indonesian, in addition to the existing English Hindi and Japanese, so you'll be able to search and converse with the assistant in natural language, whichever form it might take. These features arrive on Chrome Desktop Wednesday, with the search labs for Android app versions slowly rolling out over the coming week. Among SGE's new features is an improved follow-up function where users can ask additional questions of the assistant directly on the search results page. Like a mini barred window tucked into the generated summary, the new feature enables users to drill down on a subject without leaving the results page or even needing to type their queries out. Google will reportedly restrict ads to specific denoted areas of the page so as to avoid confusion between them and the generated content. Users can expect follow-ups to start showing up in the coming weeks. They're only for English-language users in the U.S. to start, but will likely expand as Google continues to iterate the technology. SGE will start helping with clarifying ambiguous translation terms as well. For example, if you're trying to translate is there a tie into Spanish, both the output, the gender, and speaker's intention are going to change if you're talking about a tie, as in a draw between two competitors, example un empate, and for the tie you wear around your neck. Una corbata. This new feature will automatically recognize such words and highlight them for you to click on, which pops up a window asking you to pick between the two versions. This is going to be super helpful with languages that, say, think of cars as boys but bicycles as girls, and you need to specify the version you're intending. Luckily, Spanish is one of those languages, and this capability is coming first to U.S. users for English to Spanish translations. Finally, Google plans to expand its interactive definitions normally found in the generated summaries for educational topics like science, history, or economics to coding and health-related searches as well. This update should arrive within the next month, again, first for English-language users in the U.S., before spreading to more territories in the coming months. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Andrew Tarantola and Steve Dent and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.